Welcome to the Prophecy Club, and <laughs> yes, I'm back from Honduras, and I had a wonderful time. I've got a lot of fantastic stories to tell you, but right now, we have something more urgent we need to talk about, and that is the future, the prophecies of the war in Israel. Now, right now, as you might well expect, all of the prophecy teachers are jumping on this, and they're all saying that they know what is going on. Now, let me just say, you're only going to get four things when it comes to information about Israel. One is you're going to get the news. They're telling you what is happening. And I've got several emails that show a lot of it is just lies. They're just lying. Just out and out lying. Uh, two is the prophecy teachers are guessing. And three is they're saying that it's the Psalm 83 war. And two of the three are flat wrong. Okay, their guesses. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that I haven't heard all of them, but my guess is almost all of the other prophecy teachers are wrong on this. Why? Because they don't believe in Dimitri Dudeman. So they don't talk about Dimitri Dudeman. And so consequently, I don't think that God sends them the very best information on the future in most cases. Now, I can't rule out all of them. I haven't heard all of them. But what I can tell you is I do believe that I do know the future. Now, it doesn't make me any better. It just means that I listen to the right people. <laughs> and in this case, it's my wife. Okay, so now we've covered this countless times. But I believe I'm going to be able to show you a deeper understanding. So here's what happened. When I was in Honduras, I spoke in, I don't know, I lost track of eight or ten different churches the time I was there. Uh, there were times where I spoke in three different churches. I, gave, I was on five different TV stations and three different radio stations, all in 10 days. So I was real busy. I told them if I'm going there, it keep me all real, real busy, and they did. And uh, praise the Lord. And I've got a lot of fantastic stories, but let me get on to Israel. That's more. By the way, that's what all of them wanted to know. All of them wanted to tell me. Okay, tell me about Israel and prophecy. Okay, so I'm going to tell you part of what I told them. Part of this is straight from the prophecies that we've been talking about for a long time. But I believe God gave me a deeper understanding, a revelation of how to put this together that I don't think I'd seen before. And that's the interesting part of this. Okay. So April 15, 2002, my wife, Prophet Leslie Johnson, was spoken to in a dream. I'm not going to cover all the dream, just the five points. She was told that Arafat would go to the hospital. Now, at the time, he was not allowed outside of his compound. So to put that out to all of her supporters, put on the radio, da, 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 that, that was very risky. But two years later, 11, 11.04 at 3.30 a.m., he died in the hospital just like she was told. Now, here's the way these prophecies work, as I just explained to them. So this particular dream has six parts to the prophecy. When one part comes to pass, that means the other five are also assured to come to pass. So this one, there is no question, this is going to happen. And the question is, is it happening now? And I think I'm going to be able to show you, yes, it is. So let me get to the big punchline, or one of the big punchlines, before we go any further. I think that the... Palestinians, the terrorists, attacking Israel is the hand of God. Now, <laughs> you may be saying, 
What? God would not have the Palestinians attack Israel. That would not be his hand. Oh, yes, it would. See, because for 2,000 years, Jesus has offered his blood to everybody on earth. God offered a great gift to the world, but for the most part, the world has turned its back on that gift. But now, God is saying, okay, you don't want my gift. You don't want the blood of my son. So I'm going to give you the Antichrist. And in the process, there's a lot of things that are bad that are coming when the Antichrist takes over. Specifically, that Israel will give the Palestinians a state. Now, by that part we know. But October the 6th was when it all started. That's when the Israelis, well, that's when the Israelis were attacked by the Palestinians. Now, in Leviticus 23, it says there are seven different feasts of the Lord. And the Bible says that when the hand of God is going to do something, he almost always does it on those feast days. So in that it was October 6th, which is part of the Feast of Tabernacles, we know that it's his hand. In other words, he caused, or you could say he allowed, the Palestinians to attack Israel. Why would he do that? The answer is, at the end of the day, here's the big splash, okay? God is about to give the Israelis all of the land back. And that stretches from the Nile all the way over to the Euphrates River. They're about to get it all back. Are you saying it's going to happen 2023? No, I don't. But then that's not what the prophecy says either. Let me explain the prophecy. So Israel will give the Palestinians a state. I think that what Israel is about to discover, they're about to open their eyes and they're going to say, okay, we didn't realize that all of Arabs, all of the Islamic world is going to come down and protect those Palestinians. So if we're going to overcome the Palestinians, the only way to do it is to strengthen our military. Now, since we can't count on the Americans anymore because the Americans just got hit with a massive uh, earthquake. Yes, I know it hadn't happened yet, but I'm telling you, I'm trying to paint a picture of the future here. Anyway, because America just got hit with a massive earthquake, we've got to build our military ourselves. Earthquake coming, probably 2024. So anyway, Israel will give the Palestinians a state, but it will be a temporary measure to allow the Israelis time to strengthen the military. Then the fourth part of the prophecy was that oil will be discovered in Israel. Now, I happen to know, since I've found 33 scriptures in the Bible, that says in the last days, massive amounts of oil will be found in Israel. I believe that it will be the oil that gives the Jews all of the money to build up their military. Now, let me talk about the oil. I don't think it's one or two wells. I don't think it's some 50 barrels a day stuff. I think it is high-pressure wells. I think it's like, remember, Deepwater Horizon 20,000 PSI? I mean, they said that just, if Deepwater Horizon could have come in, they said just that one well could provide America with all the oil she would ever need. Just the one well. So what I think is going to happen is something like that will happen in Israel. I mean massive amounts of oil. Down to the source oil. The source oil that is going to Syria, Russia, Iraq, Iran, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, all of those nations, all of the Islamic nations surrounding Israel. And I believe that that is the hook in the jaw of Ezekiel 38 verse 4. The hook in the jaw. Now, 
back up. So Israel, I believe, out of this will give the Palestinians a state. But it will be a temporary measure to allow them to strengthen their military. And what strengthens the military would be oil would be discovered in Israel as a result of the oil. The oil will make the Jews willing to fight for the land. And then, once the Israel has strengthened its military, and my guess is that's going to take at least a couple of years. So, probably, at the earliest, Israel and America will go against most of the rest of the Arab world would be at the earliest 24, but probably that's too early. Probably 25, 26. I don't think it's Armageddon. I think it's getting close to Armageddon. Why don't you think it's Armageddon? Because Armageddon is the Russians and all of the world coming down to attack Israel. That's not talking about the Arab world. So that's different people. Okay, It's a different war. This is the war that gives Israel back all of the land. There are many prophecies, don't have time to cover them today, that says that God is going to raise up Israel to be the richest, strongest, most powerful nation on the earth. And, of course, what he's doing is he's lowering America down because of her sins, and he's raising Israel up. Remember the scripture says Jerusalem will be trodden down to the Gentiles till the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled? There you go. So there's a time when God's attention, just like the angel told Dimitri, that God's attention will turn from the Gentiles and turn back to the Jews. Remember the scripture that says a measure of wheat for a penny? And three measures of barley for a penny, and see that hurt not the oil and the wine? Well, that's talking about this. One measure of wheat, wheat represents the Gentiles. Three measures of barley. I think it's saying that out of, if you divide the, the world and all alive in the world, that three-fourths of the people saved during the last days will be Jews, and only one-fourth will be Gentiles. A measure of wheat for a penny, that's one. Three measures of barley for a penny. The barley represents Israel. So it'll be one part Gentiles, three part Israel that is saved. He, see, thou hurt not the oil and the wine. And I'm not going to get into explaining all that. Anyway. So, the conclusion of this is going to, the early conclusion is Israel will give the Palestinians a state. And of course, it's going to be America twisting the arm of Israel forcing them to do it. So here's the summary. Israel gives the Palestinians a state. Then Israel strengthened the military because oil was discovered. The oil makes the Jews fight for the land. Then Israel and America goes against most of the Arab world. And at the earliest, it would be 24, 25, but probably even further out. Now, let me remind you that John Paul Jackson had some newspaper headlines, and I think they're relevant for this time. One is, Israel says, if missiles hit Jerusalem, Mecca will be hit within minutes. I tried to find it, but it seemed like I ran across somebody that sent me a headline that said almost that same thing. Netanyahu basically said, I think it was um, not Mecca, but it was, was, uh, was, uh, was Syria, Damascus. I think they said Damascus would be a ruinous heap, as the Bible says within minutes. This specific headline has not, at least I haven't seen this one yet, about Mecca. More explosions in Tel Aviv. Radioactive traces found. Okay, so we know the suitcase nukes, some 35 of them, are all across America. Maybe they put some in Israel too. 
What other secret weapons what other secret weapons does Israel have? Has Israel played all its cards? So that's telling you that Israel has a secret weapon that they probably haven't told America, the big blabbermouth America, about, and that when the time comes, and I don't think this is the time, I think that when the time comes, they'll pull a secret weapon out and they will clean the Arabs' clock, as they say. All right, now, now let me tie this in with Leslie's other prophecy. Now, this was January 2006. She heard the audible voice of God. The first thing she heard was Israel refuses help to America. I have rearranged them in the area, in the order that I think that they will be fulfilled. But we do not necessarily know that this is the order. It's my best guess, okay? But I think that what you'll see first is Omer ushers in Palestinian state. We think the Omer is the counting of the Omer. And for 2024, the counting of the Omer is the 49 days between First Fruits and Pentecost. And for 2024, these are the days. Well, we had Netanyahu and also uh, King Mohammed bin Salman of Saudi Arabia. Both of them, the same day, said that they were expecting a Palestinian state to be given sometime in early 2024. Well, boom. There you go. So here's another way to look at it. That was what you would call 2020, early 2024. So one of those days could very well turn out to be Omer Usher's in Palestinian state. Then I believe, based upon past experiences, when America turns against Israel, God hits America the very next day. So the very next day after this newspaper headline appears, we will probably see this one, and it's going to be an earthquake right up the New Madrid Fault from the Great Lakes all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico, splitting America in two. And there's more, but I'll keep going. Then the next headline would make perfect sense. One of America's greatest times of need, so America's screaming bloody murder to all the rest of the nations to help us. We helped you. Come and help us. But Israel doesn't help. And why? Because we just stabbed Israel in the back twisted her arm and made her give the Israel or the Palestinians a state. As a result, <laughs> I've just covered this recently, okay? So, I mean, I bet there's nobody out there that's telling you this. Nobody. God has arranged to give this ministry this information at this time because he's trying to get your attention to turn to this ministry and listen to it. Anyway, so Israel refuses help to America. Then Israel is attacked. America sends troops. Yes, we send troops. But there are already people, Americans, protesting help to Israel. So it makes perfect sense that the next headline would be chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Remember the scripture says, I will bless them, talking about to Abraham, I will bless them that bless you, and I'll curse them to curse you. So when America turns her back on Israel, yes, we send troops, but we're still protesting, protesting in the cities. See, if we were Christians, there would not be a Christian that has read their Bible that understands that Israel is the chosen children of God all the way back to Abraham. There would not be one Christian protesting or complaining about helping to Israel. So the ones that are protesting are the tares, or I should say not even the tares, they're the grapes. They're the filthy ones that have not received Jesus. They don't want Jesus. They prefer the devil. So chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. As a result of that, God says it's over for America. 
Then the Demetri Dudeman prophecy kicks in. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. Now, I believe we know who that is now. That is not just the tares. That's not just the grapes that have been living in America for a long time. But that's also the, what is it, 200,000 Chinese, some 6 million people have been smuggled across the southern border. As we've been talking about for a long time, they're being given cell phones. And I said, I think that the time will come when they say, you just answer the cell phone, you report for duty, and you can stay in America. But if you don't report for duty, then you can go home. We're going to send you home. They'll probably say something along the lines of, if you will help us, if you will blow up dams and, dams and bridges and highways and electrical stations and poison water and things, if you do all these bad things, then even if you're killed, we'll see that your family's taken care of. In other words, evil people of America and not of America are going to be turning against us. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. Let me start again. So the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries that couldn't remember that we now know are North Korea. Matter of fact, from Vicky Parnell, we now know it's not just North Korea, probably Iraq, Iran, Brazil, Venezuela. Um, so there's going to be a bunch of nations that attack us. We also know from Henry Gruber that the submarines come upon the beaches and it takes 60 seconds from launch to detonation. No, there's no time to prepare. We already know that Revelation 18 says, For she saith in her heart, I said a queen, and I'm no widow, and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall a plagues come in one day, death, mourning, and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. It's coming. And apparently it's coming pretty soon. Now, Stan, do you think that America is going to have Russians attack us in 25? Well, the truth is I don't know, but it doesn't appear so. I think we've got another year or two, and hopefully three or four. I would like to think that the Russians bomb us to smithereens about four months before Armageddon arrives. And that's what I have seen in the scriptures that does not line up with what Vicky Parnell was told. So I don't know. I'm praying I'm asking God to tell me more. Perhaps you can agree with me in prayer. All right, now I've got some other things I've got to get to to tell you here. Okay, now let's jump to a problem. Years and years ago, I had a guy call me, and he had written some kind of a book that said Psalm 83 is a war with Israel. And he wrote a whole book on this one little psalm, and he wanted to be interviewed on Prophecy Club. And I read Psalm 83, and it says, I'm not talking about war with Israel anytime soon. That's associated with Armageddon. Well, I already know. I've already got several people sending me emails. Oh, yeah, this is the Psalm 83 war. No, it's not. See, there's two problems. People that are trying to teach prophecy that are pre-trib, it throws them out of kilter on understanding so many other prophecies. So that's the first problem. Second problem is that they don't receive Dimitri Dudeman's prophecy. 
then that throws them out of kilter on more prophecies. So they have a, a jumbled up, twisted, out of place, out of portions understanding of Bible prophecy. So I'm going to tell you about Psalm 83. Let me teach you about that. Okay, so let's jump to it. Now, I don't see any reason to read every word in this thing because it's not talking about a war right now, but I'll show you what war it is talking about. Psalm 83, 1. Keep not thou silence, O God. Hold not thy peace, and be not still, O God. For lo, thine enemies make a tumult, and they, they that hate thee have lifted up the head. Okay, yes, we understand there's a lot of nations. Matter of fact, almost all the nations have hated Israel at one time or another. But it's not talking about the war now. They have taken crafty counsel against the people and consulted against the hidden ones. They have said, Come, let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel be no more in remembrance. Uh, been saying that for years, 2,000, probably over 2,000 years. For they have consulted together with thee in one consent, for they are confederate against thee. Again, nothing in time specific here recently. Now, they're about to get off into a sticky wicket. They misunderstand. I'm going to show you the correct scripture in just a second here. The tabernacles of Edom, okay, who's Edom? That's just west of the southwest end of the Dead Sea. And the Ishmaelites, that would be uh, in general Saudi Arabia. Moab is the southeast portion of the Dead Sea. Amalek, Philistines, I'm not going to go into trouble in, uh, putting all of those on a map. Not important. Do unto them as the Midianites said, well, I'm going to do unto them. Okay, all of that take you two days to research that all up. Let me instead show you when it does take place. Who said, let us take ourselves the houses of God in possession? Okay, so again, there are a lot of nations been trying to destroy Israel since it was born. Oh my God, make them like a wheel. Here's the part that tells you when this war, this is the timestamp, tells you when the war takes place. Make them like a wheel, as the stubble before the wind. Okay, when is the stubble before the wind? That's when Jesus returns. The heavens roll back like a scroll. He blows with the morning star, goes to the center of the earth, sets the foundations, the mountains on fire, the hills melt like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. That is Armageddon. Okay, that's at the Feast of Trumpets at the very, very end. That's the last day. It's not even 24 hours, full day. As the fire burneth as a wood, and as the flames sit at the mountains on fire, there it is. So this is not talking about a war with the Arabs. This is talking about when they come down to destroy Israel. And the Bible says that once Israel is in their land, they will never be uprooted ever, ever again, even though the whole world comes down to attack her, and the whole world does. The whole world, plus all the Nephilim, all the giants, Lucifer, everything, kings of the earth, set themselves in the in right kings who set themselves in possessions uh, in array in, in around them another place that says and I, and I saw the kings of the earth and their, and their armies gathered to make war against him that sat on the horse and his army and the, then on down it says and then uh, the king the, the beasts of the false prophet were taken with them the, all of them they're tossed in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone get off on tangent here. so persecute them that, with thy tempest the tempest if you'll do research on that You'll discover the tempest is almost only spoken of at Armageddon. That's the morning star, the light sword that comes out of his mouth. As the lightning shines even from the east and to the west, so also shall the coming of the Son of Man be. So persecute him with thy tempest, 
and make them afraid with thy storm. The storm is the hellfire that heaps down upon all of the tares and the other two angels with two sharp swords slash all the grapes. Jesus burns the tares, two angels with sharp sickles slash the grapes, period. Now let me show you what is about to happen. This is talking about the Antichrist, Daniel 1140. And at that time of the end, shall the king of the south push them? Not getting into all the details of who that is. And the king of the north shall come against him like a whirlwind with chariots and horsemen with the many ships, and he shall enter into the countries, and shall overflow and pass over. This is the Antichrist. And he shall enter also into the glorious land. And many countries shall be overthrown. But these shall escape out of his hand, even Edom, Moab, and the chief of the children of Ammon. Now, let's back up. The Psalm 83 guys say, Oh, well, the there it is, Moab. Let me get that out of the way. It didn't do what I wanted it to do. Edom, Moab, uh, and I think it says children of Ammon. Well, you know, back up over here. Actually, what happens, they escape out of the hand of the Antichrist. Actually, Edom, Moab, and chief of children of Ammon, is, um, I started to tell you a secret that I don't want to let out yet. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. In in other words, so the 83, Psalm 83 war people are just twisted. They just missed it. I love them. Uh, They're trying to find the truth. But since they are pre-trib, they're out of order. They they, they got the dominoes in the wrong place. (laughs) And because they don't accept Jesus... They're playing with the wrong color dominoes, okay? So they're just missing it. And he shall stretch forth his hand also upon the countries, and upon the land of Egypt shall not escape. That's talking about the Antichrist. And it's saying the Antichrist, Edom, Moab, the chief of children of Ammon, are not touched by him. Why? I want to tell you, but I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. I'll save that. I'm going to save that for down the road. But I can come back. You watch. I'll come back and talk to you about that. And I'll tell you that's some good news, actually. So, let me summarize. To summarize what we're about to see, whether this is a long war or a short war, and it'll probably be a short one, and at the end of it, they will wind up giving the Palestinians a state. And probably when they'll give the Palestinians a state is right here. In 2024, in early part of 2024, someplace in there, Israel apparently is going to say, look, we can't beat all the Muslims, the Islam. we got to strengthen our military. Oil will be found in Israel, give them the money to build up their military, and then once the military is built up, then they're going to decide to fight for the land. Israel and America will go against most of the rest of the Arab world. And Israel will get back all of their land, and probably at the end of that, that's probably when the Russians attack and destroy us in one hour. So Israel emerges the great victory. We, we emerge a pile of nuclear fallout. Now let me say something else. So I'm, I'm embarrassed to have to tell you this, but Prophecy Club is in a jam. And we're in a jam because we tried to help a bunch of people get Berkey water filters. So we put, all told, like about $40,000. 
We 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 robbed the grandchildren's piggy bank to buy a bunch of Berkey water filters. We were told they'd get them here first two to three weeks. And then for the days up, they changed that three to five weeks. Well, now it's been three weeks later, and they're now saying five or six weeks. They're saying that they've been covered up with so many orders. So, so I'm telling you two things. So if you've got a Berkey water filter, it's heading this way, but it has been delayed. Well, the problem is, is we are almost having checks bounce at Prophecy Club. I, I, I scraped that. I took every bit of money out of every place that I could find. Matter of fact, I'm even moving money from credit cards into the account. So this came on us because we're trying to do a good thing. We're trying to see that people that need Berkey water filters get them. And had they been able to deliver it in two or three weeks, as we were first told, we'd be fine now. But right now we're not fine. So if God has blessed you and you can help us, please help us. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking under the mattress for pennies or under the carpet, <laughs> the rugs for pennies. So if you can help us, now would be a really, really good time. And, you know, and hopefully they do come in in five or six weeks. But these days... Don't know what's going to happen. But anyway, if you can help us, God bless you. We would really appreciate it. I thought this was real interesting. These two cows, the calves, were born one the day before and one on September 25th of 2014, which just happens to be a Shemitah. A Shemitah means seven, like two means, uh, or a couple means two, or a dozen means 12. In Hebrew, Shemitah means seven. And so I believe the prophecy is saying that it started seven years of plenty followed by seven years of famine. Seven years of plenty because the black and white cow has a perfect seven on his forehead. The red cow has a a scribbled seven on his forehead. What are the chances both those cows are born within 24 hours and released to the public on the same day? I think it's of God saying seven years of plenty started in 2014, and seven years of famine started in 2021 and concludes to 2028. That's still in the ballpark. A lot of people think it's the tribulation. Now, that would mean that we are, at this point, in a famine. So what do you do? You do what Joseph did. The world lived off of bread. But in all the land of Egypt, there was bread. The people cried to Pharaoh for Bread, that's wheat. So the world lived off of wheat for seven years, and I'm going to recommend you do the same thing. We have had 150 food sources destroyed last 18 months. No arrests. No t- We've had train derailments. China stopped container ships, threatening to stop all of them. Russia attacked Ukraine, break basket. I mean, our food is under attack. Clash Schwab says you will own nothing but be happy. They're in the process of taking everything we own. This is a loaf of bread I actually cook. I actually cook this. And as a matter of fact, I've already had a a slice of bread this morning. And and I've noticed that as long as I have at least one slice a day, I feel okay. It's best if I have two slices, like one for breakfast, one for lunch. I just, even if I'm not hungry, it's it's not that I'm eating it for food or because I'm hungry. It's because my body, (laughs) my body demands it. 
So josephkitchen.com, they can point you to get the right wheat, all the wherewithal you need to make bread. One loaf cut into 14 slices. If you eat two slices a day, I find that about one loaf feeds one person per week. One slice breakfast, one slice dinner, better nutrition, long storage life, some 3,000 years, three, 10 minutes to make bread machine. The weakness is the electricity, but they're, they, if you go to josephkitchen.com, they can show you how to solve all of those problems. So what is an EMP shield device? It's a device you can put on your car and your house that in an EMP attack is supposed to stop the attack. And if you go to empshield.com and if you use the promo code PROPHECY, they give you a $50 discount. They also have videos up there. Shows you how to install it on your car and your house and everything. And it's not difficult at all. I've got one of them right here. Red goes to red. Black goes to black. Green goes to the car, uh, body of your car. And you just peel it off the back, stick it under there. You've got another device that goes on your house. So not complicated. Take you about 10 minutes to put them in. So empshield.com promo code is PROPHECY. Rule number one, make sure your name is written in the book of life. Rule number one, ask Jesus to forgive your sins. That's the most important thing, most important thing, most important thing. Number two, most important thing, whatever happens, do not take that mark of the beast. You take that mark of the beast, you can cut your hand off, you can chisel off your forehead, but you're going to spend all eternity with the beast, the false prophet, and a thousand years later, Lucifer joins them, and all the other people that take the mark of the beast, and there is no hope of escape. You are tormented. That means you're in total pain. It means that your body, although it's not a body of flesh, whatever it is, your body is totally being burned for all eternity, and there is no stopping it. There is no escaping it. Whatever happens, you do not want to take that mark of the beast, which, by the way, I would recommend you go to prophecyclub.com and get my book, Miss the Mark. As a matter of fact, it's sold so much, we are, I think, now going into the fifth printing. This book is simple. It only takes about three hours to read. If you, It's designed to give to someone that's not a Christian, doesn't know Jesus, hadn't read the Bible. Give it to anybody out there. If they'll read the first few pages, they'll probably finish the book. And if they finish the book, I don't care what God they used to have, they're not going to take that mark of the beast. <laughs> and chances are very strong they'll receive Jesus. So for that, I would send you to prophecyclub.com. One for 20, and you'll have to check and get the, I mean, the, whatever the other prices are. I will say this, they just went up substantially on our printing price. And so guess what? No surprise, we had to go up on our prices too. Uh, but nevertheless, not about money. It's about winning souls.